Welcome to Monday Morning Inspiration, a production of Christian Growth Ministry featuring Bible teacher Brad Simon. It's our prayer and desire to inspire and encourage you to grow in your faith and walk closer with the Lord. It was a dark time for Israel, and the worst was yet to come. The people of Israel had been held in Egyptian captivity as slaves for the past 400 years. They saw God miraculously deliver them from the hands of the Egyptians in a powerful display of ten plagues. Yet the people griped and complained that God had brought them out to the desert only to die. God delivered them from the Egyptian army in a mighty way, parting the Red Sea and escorting them to safety. Yet they complained they had no food. God provided miracle after miracle, providing manna and quail to eat and water to drink, and still they were not satisfied. As God provided instructions to live by, they turned away and created an idol of gold. It was indeed a dark time for Israel, but their failure to trust God and unbelieving spirit would soon bring even darker days. A year after they left Egypt, they sat on the threshold of entering the land God had promised them, a land flowing with milk and honey. Twelve men, a leader from each tribe, were sent to scout out the land. God instructed them to see if the land was good or bad, fertile or unproductive. Above all, they were to be courageous. The land was indeed fertile, and the spies brought back the fruit of the land, including a single cluster of grapes so large it took two men to carry. However, the spies ignored God's promise to deliver the land to them and his command to be courageous. They reported to God's people that they could not conquer the inhabitants because they had large fortified cities and they were enormous in size, and stronger than they were. They said, We seemed like grasshoppers, and we must have seemed the same to them. Numbers 13.33 As the people listened to the negative report, murmurs in the crowd soon turned to loud cries of anguish. But one man had the courage to stand alone. Caleb, one of the spies, quieted the people and told them, Let's go up now and take possession of the land, because we can certainly conquer it. While everyone else opposed him, Caleb stood his ground and trusted God to bring them victory. The other spies called it the land we passed through to explore, instead of the land the Lord our God is giving us. They walked by sight rather than faith and could not see past the obstacles before them. Caleb looked beyond what he could see and kept his focus on God Almighty. He trusted him to deliver on his promises and overcome any obstacle in their way. That evening should have been a time of glorious celebration and praising God for delivering them from bondage to such an amazing land. Instead, it was a time of grumbling and complaining as the people of Israel believed the other spies 
and spent the night weeping. Joshua then stood by Caleb. The two pleaded with the people to trust God and to go into this exceedingly abundant land. They reasoned that God would be with them, and there was no reason to fear the inhabitants. With God on their side, they could indeed conquer the land. Yet the people refused to listen and threatened to stone them. We don't know why Joshua did not stand up with Caleb at the beginning. Regardless of the reason, Joshua revealed his faith and trust in God, boldly reasoning with the people alongside Caleb. It must have refreshed Caleb's spirit to have his friends stand with him, for the sweetness of a friend is better than self-counsel. Proverbs 27.9 Punished for the sins of others God's anger burned against these people. For forty years the nation Israel would wander in the desert as punishment for their unbelief. Except for Caleb and Joshua, no one twenty years old or more at the time of the spies' report would enter the promised land. Paul called these people idolaters, 1 Corinthians 10, 1-7. The writer of Hebrews said that they had evil, unbelieving hearts, hardened by sin's deception. Hebrews 3, 12-13 And Jude compared their unbelief to Sodom and Gomorrah. Jude 5-7 through Caleb would indeed remain alive to enter the promised land, but even though he trusted God and did everything right, he too would spend the next forty years in the desert. Instead of enjoying the fruit of the land, Caleb endured as he watched friends and family die along the way. Yet not a word of complaint is ever heard on Caleb's lips. The Apostle Peter may have thought of Caleb as he wrote, When you do what is good and suffer, if you endure it, this brings favor with God. 1 Peter 2.20 Passed over for promotion. At the conclusion of the forty years, it is Joshua, not Caleb, whom God promotes to replace Moses as leader. There is not even a second-in-command position for him. As they finally enter the promised land and begin to conquer the inhabitants, Caleb's name is not even mentioned. For the next five years, the nation of Israel fights against the giants in the land. Under Joshua's leadership, God delivers on his promise as he enables the Israelites to conquer their enemies. Beginning with the famous battle at Jericho where the walls came tumbling down, they annihilate city after city. We then hear of Caleb again. He has faithfully fought alongside his countrymen and now comes to Joshua to ask for his inheritance. Not a word of bitterness is uttered. His only request is to receive the land God had promised him. At 85 years old, Caleb asks for mountains to climb and giants to conquer. His strength was in the Lord, and he knew God would never fail him as he leads the charge up the side of a mountain to defeat its inhabitants. Joshua 14, 6-15 In the few passages that relate the story of Caleb, 
Six times scripture records that Caleb remained loyal to the Lord. Caleb's inheritance was more than just a piece of land in the Middle East. He lived his life trusting God for an eternal inheritance. Whatever you do, do it from the heart as something done for the Lord and not for the people, knowing that you will receive the reward of an inheritance from the Lord. Colossians 3, 23-24 Caleb lived out his faith at home as well as in public. His daughter and son-in-law, Othniel, faithfully lived their lives before God. Joshua fifteen thirteen through 19 Years later, Othniel would become the first judge in the land. Israel lived in peace for forty years under his leadership, for the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. Judges 3, 7-11 Caleb provided for his family, not only in land and material wealth, but most importantly, spiritually. He lived as an example and an encourager for future generations to trust in God and remain loyal to the Lord. These words that I am going to give to you today are to be on your heart. Repeat them to your children. Talk about them when you sit in your house and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Deuteronomy 6, 6 6-7 What a wonderful example Caleb provides for all of us to follow. No matter what happened to him, he remained faithful to God. His trust in God never wavered. While everyone else complained and bickered, he looked to God and relied on Him for His strength to go on. Caleb trusted God, and even at an old age, he still had faith in the power of God to capture mountains and conquer giants. Despite what injustices he must have felt, he remained content knowing he had the prize waiting for him for all eternity. Caleb could well have said, as Paul did, I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. There is reserved for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on that day. 2 Timothy 4, 7-8 Let us pray. Dear Father, often we become discouraged by the circumstances around us and sometimes feel unjustly treated. Help us remember Caleb and the example he set before us to trust in you and remain faithful as we walk with you daily. May your Holy Spirit empower us to overcome the mountains and conquer the giants that come our way. As we continue to faithfully serve you, we look forward to and are forever grateful for that glorious day when we will stand before you and receive the inheritance you have waiting for us. In your Son's precious name we pray. Amen. You have been listening to Monday Morning Inspiration. We pray you were inspired by today's podcast and encourage you to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. For more information, go to christiangrowthministry.com. Thank you for listening. 